Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Volleyball season is upon us, and Mox head coach Travis Filer and senior Michaela Gotro join us to preview the upcoming season. Make sure you like, rate, and review Mox on the Mic. It helps us find Mox fans, and it helps Mox fans be able to find us. Volleyball season begins January 22nd in McClellan Gym against North Alabama, and we will tip it off today with Mox head coach Travis Filer. Only match of the fall was a, was a win over Georgia state. Let's go back to that. Let's start there first. What did you feel like you got out of playing in the fall? Well, we, I think we knew, uh, coming into to preseason camp in August that we had an opportunity to be, um, really talented, um, but really, really young. And so I think the, the two things that that opportunity against Georgia state gave us, was, um, you know, first and foremost to, to really see where we were um, with that youth. We felt like there was going to be a lot of freshmen and sophomores that were going to be in that preseason camp uh, competing for, for starting positions. And, you know, the way we started that match, um, I think we started with five true five true freshmen or four true freshmen and a redshirt freshman, uh, and then brought a, another true freshman off the bench uh, in uh, – in, in the last two sets, I believe. Um, and so it was really just to kind of see, you know, where, where we were from a system standpoint, the things that we worked on in August, what was that translating to, uh, bettering and improving our offensive and defensive and blocking systems, um, you know, and, and to really see where, where that youth was going to come into play um, moving forward into what we hoped would gonna, was going to be a spring season. Uh, so I think we got really good looks in that, in that regards. And then finally, the second thing that we were really hoping that match was going to do, which it did was give um, our, you know, graduating seniors, um, you know, Megan, Maddie and, and Bailey, you know, kind of that last opportunity to put the Chattanooga Jersey on uh, the, those three individuals, you know, um, have decided that they're they're not going to come back and play for us in the spring. Two of which because they graduated in December, um, with Maddie and Bailey finishing their degrees, which we're super proud of. And then Megan, being a nursing major, just didn't really feel like she had enough hours in the day to to train in the fall and to play in the spring while still you know upholding all of the the nursing. Um, uh, studying and, and classes and clinicals that she's got this senior year. So it was awesome to, to get them another chance to, to put the Jersey on, uh, to honor them after the match um, um, and, and to have their, their parents. Um, those were really the only six fans at the match were, were those three sets of parents. So that was really special to be able to give them that chance too. Let's talk about this freshman class now ranked in the top 100 in the nation. What are your expectations for this group? They're big and, and they've been big all along, you know, ever since we signed them and completed that recruiting class. Uh, the one thing that the can, they uh, consistently did as a group was win at the high school level and to win was to win at the uh, club volleyball, uh, you know, junior level. And so really our, our culture, um, you know, mission first family always, um, I think the family has always been the foundation and has always been the strength the mission first component is what we really 
have, have kind of gone back to the drawing board since last December, since our 2019 season ended and really focus on that mission first part of the culture. And that is, you know, winning now, winning every day in the classroom, um, in the weight room, conditioning, training on the volleyball gym. And I think that this freshman class um, is going to be um, a big part of, I think, that moving forward in continuing to strengthen and instilling more of a winning mentality because that's what they did prior to coming to Chattanooga. And, and I think we saw a glimpse of that and, and, the, and uh, what they brought to the program in that Georgia State match and, and are looking for, for them to continue to help uh, do that, you know, moving forward into the spring. Now, is this still considered kind of that bonus year for them where this won't count against their eligibility? Uh, it's really per institution um, and, and kind of uh, the decision by, I think, each institution and probably each athletic program. Uh, you know, my thought all along has been if we play a season, you know, whether it was in the fall or, you know, hopefully this spring, you know, that 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 to me is a season that to me is 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 a year and, and a year of experience and a year of eligibility, um, wh whether or not, um, you know, we, we follow through with that, that's kind of a little bit to be decided and, and also to be talked through with the administration, but kind of in my, in my mind, just because recruiting is also in volleyball pretty advanced and far ahead of time, we've already, you know, got, you know, six kids committed for, for next year um, in 2021. And so for us to um, continue to, I think, improve um, the program and, and recruit at the level that we want to recruit at, that also kind of giving that extra year of eligibility throws a little bit of a kink in, into kind of how we've done things in the past and how we want to continue to do things in the future. So we we're hopeful that we get as full of a season as possible in the SOCON. And if that, if that happens, which we're expecting it to, then most likely we'll just move ahead and move forward. And next fall, all of those kids that are freshmen will be sophomores next year and, and, and so forth down the line. So you don't plan on redshirting anybody. Not at this moment, no, Chris. Sophia Bolsong, Paige Gallanton, uh, Hayden McGee, they all played big roles in that Georgia State win. How many of those freshmen do you plan on being in the starting lineup against North Alabama in a few days? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, we, we start training uh, on January 12th, and um, I think there will still be some – um, determining factors that go into to that, you know, 10 days or so of training before we play North Alabama. But I definitely think that coming out of that match against Georgia State, but also the hard work and the training that we did the rest of the fall, I definitely think Sophia um, has solidified herself as, as our starting setter. Um, you know, with Maddie not coming back, you know, she got all the reps in the gym the entire fall. And so, you know, that's really her position um, to, to maintain and to keep. The good thing about that um, and, and the biggest concern going into the spring was, well, who's going to set the other side of the net? Because when we're training, when we're competing, when we're scrimmaging in practice, you know, um, certainly we don't want us as, as coaches to do that so that we can coach. We don't really want to take a, a, anybody out of their natural position. And really, Sophia was the only true setter. Um, thankfully, we've been able to add Macy and Bailey uh, to our roster in January um, that both are setters. Uh, Macy is a high school kid that's actually graduating early and starting in January. She will not be eligible to compete for us, 
but she can train. She can make us better in the practice gym. Um, Bailey, who is a graduate transfer, is actually eligible to compete right away. And we expect her to come in and, and compete with Sophia. And I think that's what, honestly, Sophia needs. Sophia needs that other setter on the other side of the net to, to really compete. Um, but I think going into January 12th and, and then into North Alabama match, it's definitely Sophia's position um, um, and, and see where that goes. Paige, of the four defensive specialists and liberos, you know, that position group in our gym, um, I think Paige has definitely separated herself as the starting libero um, as we ended in November, um, as we broke, you know, into Thanksgiving and, and Christmas holiday break, Paige is, is really solidified herself, um, in that libero position. Um, and, and we'll, we'll, uh, you know, kind of see where, where that position is when we get there, but, but definitely, um, with that match, with that training, um, you know, she's, she's really, um, just, just kind of, uh, I guess, risen to the occasion and, and something that we kind of expected her to do. Uh, as far as Hayden goes um, in that outside hitter position, same thing. You know, she actually didn't start the match, came off the bench, provided a huge spark for us offensively and, and serve, receive and ball control. And I would say that she also carried that uh, into her training the rest of the fall, really improved her game, um, really continued to be that six rotation outside hitter. And, and I think that going into January, uh, going into to North Alabama, she also has kind of like Paige and like Sophia solidified herself as I think the most ready um, and the most skilled six rotation outside hitter on our roster and, uh, and are expecting big things from her as well this, uh, this spring season. Michaela Gotro is your lone senior and she's She's been through the war with you for five years. She's come battled through injuries and all of that. What does it mean to you to have her on such a young team? Somebody that's, that's been through the academic part of this, the athletic part of this understands playing in the Southern conference. What does she mean to this young team? Uh, I don't think words can explain or express how much she does truly mean um, not just to our program, um, you know, to me as from a leadership standpoint, but also to those young kids. It's, it's, a, it's a person, it's a student athlete that all those young kids can look to and, and to really point to Michaela and say, okay, this is exactly how it works. This is exactly how I can become successful um, as a student athlete. Because one thing that, Ma that Michaela has done, um, you know, from day one as a freshman is um, she has gone about her daily life and her um, work in the classroom, her work in the weight room, her work in the volleyball gym, um, and has done it the right way. Um, she's a great example. She's not going to be the raw, raw leader, the really vocal leader that maybe a Megan Kaufman or a Maddie Halsey was um, for us and has been um, since last uh, December. But what Michaela is going to do is she's going to lead by example. She is going to be kind of that compass um, to what those young kids can look to and point to and say, okay, if I want to go up, if I want to go north, if I want to improve, Michaela's somebody that I can really look to. Um, she um, she shows up every day. Um, she rolls up her sleeves and she works as hard as she possibly can in every part of being a student athlete. So she's a phenomenal example. She has been, uh, as you said, been through a lot of trials, um, and I think through that adversity, she has done nothing but persevere and you know, just really thankful that she chose to kind of come back on this journey, not just in the fall, but, you know, she could have easily said, well, 
fall season got canceled. You know, I'm, I'm just going to stick to getting my master's in the spring, but really thankful um, and really means a ton to me that she's chosen to just continue to grind, continue to come back. And uh, I think she's going to be a huge part of, of that leadership that we need um, uh, to, to help us have a successful spring season. You get one tune up North Alabama on January the 22nd. And then after that, it is all Southern conference, the rest of the way, uh, we'll get to the conference in just a minute, but can you give us an early scouting report on North Alabama? Yeah, I think they're going to be young like us too. Um, it, it's a, it's a fairly new program, um, not just to division one, but also the coach, um, uh, has, uh, I think this is his third year um, and their third year, maybe in division one, we've actually played them the last two years. Uh, and, uh, and so I think, you know, he's, he's kind of trying to build that program um, uh, with, with his culture, um, with his kids. Uh, I think they've, they've had big re uh, freshman recruiting classes in back-to-back -back years. And so um, I, I know one thing that, that we've experienced in playing them the last two years is that, they're not going to give you easy points. Um, they're, they're, they're going to be, I think, hard-nosed on the defensive end. Um, I think they're going to be um, efficient on the offensive end and not really, um, you know, give many uh, points. We're going to have to go out there and earn points. Uh, and I think that's been, you know, part of what we've done, um, what we've really tried to improve on in the gym is, is winning points in transition, is, is finding ways to extend rallies, extend points, and, and to win the match in transition. Um, and, and I think we did just that against Georgia state. Uh, I think that, you know, North Alabama, another thing you're going to expect is, is there's just going to be a, a hunger. There's just going to be an excitement about playing volleyball. Um, I don't think that they, um, got a match in the fall like we did. And so they have been waiting even longer than us. So I think that that, you know, going to expect to have a, a very um, hungry competitor come into our gym and just be excited to play. Um, and they're going to probably play with a lot of freedom. And so we've got to be able to be uh, comfortable and find our rhythm, find our confidence at home. Glad that it's in McClellan and uh, definitely excited that wish we could have a little bit more tune-ups, but one is, is better than none. And so uh, it, I think it'll get us uh, in a really good um, place, you know, ready to compete in the SOCON. So tell us about the conference. Who's the favorite? Uh, gosh, I, I think you've got you've to look, um, you know, right away probably to Samford and Furman uh, just because of um, the body of work over the last, you know, five or six years. They, they've been two of the programs that have had uh, great success. Uh, you know, they've, they've played in NCAA tournaments. Uh, they've won the regular season championships uh, before as well. Um, I think probably um, if I'm thinking about the entire conference, the team that probably returns the most is probably, San, uh, I'm sorry, it's probably Furman um, and possibly uh, East Tennessee State because because uh, I think like we're going to be this year playing a lot of freshmen, they, they also started a bunch of freshmen last year uh, as well. Um, and so they return a lot. Um, Samford is, is the defending um, regular season and tournament champion. So I think their uh, expectation of, of, of competing at a high level and of winning is, is, you know, uh, is there. And so those are going to be, I think the three teams that um, I think right away pop out, um, you know, that, that are going to be in the mix. Um, you know, the conference tournament is top four um, goes. Uh, not everybody goes this year. Um, and so, you know, what our hope is, is, is to be in that mix of, of, of that top four um, and, and to give ourselves opportunities 
um, you know, to, to kind of be playing our best volleyball, um, you know, at, at the end of March, um, into that first weekend of April, which is the conference tournament. Um, and so, you know, I, I, w- I would definitely uh, be remiss to not say that I think that we have the pieces to, to do that as well. What kind of changes are happening in the conference through scheduling, just the, the conference protocols due to the pandemic? Um, yes, it, it'll be a unique conference schedule because it's going to be more of a doubleheader format. Um, you know, um, the, the fact that, um, you know, will the matches have been moved from Fridays, Saturdays, which has been uh, typically what we've done to Sundays, Mondays, um, you know, and, and we'll play the same team um, on both of those days. And so I think coming prepared uh, is going to going to be hugely important that first match, but then just as important to make adjustments in between match one and match two is going to be something that, uh, you know, myself and, and I think the coaching staff are, are excited about because I think it will allow us to, to really use our pieces, use our depth and, and make changes in between match one and two if needed. Um, I, I think the conference did a great job in coming up with this doubleheader schedule. Um, it, it allows, you know, there's, there's not a travel day, um, you're at the same place, whether home or on the road, playing the same uh, opponent. Um, and I think it, we, as a, as a coaching uh, body at the SOCON and then with, within the Southern Conference, we just wanted to try to come up with the best schedule that hopefully gives all nine teams the opportunity to play as many matches as possible with what's going on with, um, uh, with the pandemic. And, and I think they've done that. They've achieved that in this schedule. Um, and I think that, you know, we've always said like, you know, the focus is always going to be your, your conference season. And I think never more apparent um, is that this year um, in that we only get one non-conference matches uh, match. Other teams will maybe have a couple more than, than that, but we're going to get one. And then truly that regular season is going to mean something so significant because this year only the top four teams go to the tournament and have a chance to win a conference tournament championship. So did you try to get more than one non-conference tune-up or is that just the way it worked out? Just the way it worked out. um, And and it was kind of per institution, per school, um, depending upon, you know, when kids were coming back, when class was starting, and then just kind of talking through things with the administration. um, We decided on just, you know, one. um, And and the fact that we were able to get one in the fall, we were truly thankful for, um, really grateful to to get another one as well um, with North Alabama. And then, then it's just kind of, it's, uh, you know, right, right into to the thick of it, which I, I think will, will make this preseason, um, you know, eight or nine days of training that we have until we play North Alabama, um, that much more exciting, that much more essential and important in, you know, continuing to fine tune what we've done all fall. I think we're in a great place. I think we understand our system really well. Um, and, um, and, and it's going to give us a chance to, to really go out there and be successful, I think, in the conference right away. Coach, appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again soon. Definitely. Yep. Thank y'all. Good to see y'all. Michaela Gotro is the lone senior for the Mox. She's had success both on the court and in the classroom. The accounting major is working on her MBA, and she visits with us on Mox on the Mic. First off, Michaela, let's start with this. You've missed some time because of injury. How's the knee feeling? It's feeling pretty good. I got cleared right before our season got canceled in the fall, but there were some hesitations with it. So I was able to take advantage of the weeks that we had off and just really focusing on rehab and getting stronger. 
so that I can play in the spring and then able to get a follow-up surgery just to get some scar tissue taken out at the end of the semester. So feeling pretty good and looking forward to the spring. When you're out for an extended time like that, uh, how do you stay involved? How do you stay connected with, with the team and, and what's happening? I was fortunate that even though I was hurt, I was still able to travel with the team last or two falls ago. Um, but also being a senior, a big part of my role not playing was just leadership off the court and being able to help see things that the people on the court necessarily weren't seeing and just being a role model and like helping lead the freshmen and sophomores. You've had great success in the classroom. What kind of advice would you give those seven freshmen that are on this year's team uh, about how to handle the balancing act that is being a division one athlete as well as being a student? Yes, definitely coming in, balancing school and sports is a big adjustment from high school, but taking advantage of any free time you have to get caught up on school, especially early and getting assignments done ahead of the due, due date before they're due is huge. Um, road trips, like anytime we're on the bus doing homework, luckily our buses have Wi-Fi, so taking advantage of that, getting assignments in, but making sure everything's in before it's due has been huge for me, so I'm not rushing. We talk about those seven freshmen. Give me your thoughts on them. Uh, You see them in, in practice. You've seen them on the floor. Who's standing out to you? Yeah, our freshman class is great. We have seven freshmen in every position. I think all of them are great. Some of the ones who have really been standing out is our setter, Sophia Basong. She's been the only setter throughout the fall. Um, So she's gotten a lot of playing time, lots of reps and practices, and she's just been really doing well, especially in a role where it's a big role on the court. You're touching the ball essentially every play. Um, Paige is a defender. She's very dynamic, such a good defender, keeps the ball off the floor, gets the ball up where you're like, how did she even do that? But it's up and it's playable. Um, Hayden on the outside, she's good back row and front row. She played club with Sarah, who's in the middle, and both of them had good experience in the club. So they've worked together, played together before. And then we also have Kate in the middle, who's been really good. So it's a really good group. I'm excited to see what, how they work together and see them in the spring. You're the lone senior. Do you feel, uh, is, is there the pressure on you to, to step up and, and be that leader? I think anytime you're a senior, there's pressure to step up and be the leader. There's definitely, I feel a little more pressure being the only senior, but our junior class also, a couple of them have stepped up in leaders too, and being able to work with them has been great. How much fun is it to just have volleyball back after everything? Well, for you personally, the injuries that you've had to deal with and then kind of the way the season ended last year, just to be able to to be back on the floor again. It's really exciting. There's definitely a time when it got canceled back in the fall that we weren't sure if it was even going to happen in the spring. So extremely grateful for the conference, athletics department, athletic training, everyone who was able to come up with a plan so that we can stay safe and healthy and make it happen this spring. It's definitely exciting. It's not something we thought was going to be able to happen.
were you ever concerned at any point about whether or not you'd have a senior season? There was definitely some concerns back in the fall when it first got canceled and all the talk of there being like a second um, wave coming through and not sure what that was look like in the spring, but just staying hopeful that it would work out definitely helped. Best memory for you from your time at UTC? Best memory. My freshman year, we beat Ole Miss at home. So that was super exciting. Anytime you can be at Power 5, school is exciting, but especially to do it on our home court. Also that year, we went to the finals of the Southern Conference Championship, and we got to play Samford at Samford in those finals. And so that was just a crazy environment and super fun. We talk about your ability to to kind of juggle the athletic side with the academic side. Accounting major, right? Yes, I was. What's the future? The future. I'm not sure exactly what that looks like right now. So I'm getting my MBA right now. And then after this semester, I'll still have one or two semesters left. But focusing on finishing that up, I do want to get my CPA license. So beginning to study for that. And then just kind of seeing where the future takes me, what jobs open up and what that looks like. Michaela, thanks so much for the time. Best of luck this season. Good luck in the future. And hopefully we'll get a chance to catch up with you again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks to Michaela and Coach Filer, and good luck to Chattanooga Volleyball. That's going to wrap it up for us this week. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review, and we'll see you again soon.